now it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. What are your thoughts towards those that are still against uh, homosexual marriage or homosexuality in general? Um, honestly, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I personally am for it. I believe love is love is love. That's been my motto pretty much my whole life. But if you are a person who is a strong believer in the Bible and you choose to, in my words, cherry pick from the Bible and you choose to say, you know, God hates homosexuality because of a certain passage that happens to be in there, I say just take a look at the person. Yes, someone may love differently from how you love, but they're still a human being and every single human being deserves love. And they deserve the same exact respect that you deserve. Why do you think Christians and and others are against homosexuality? That is a very tough and kind of a mouthful of a question. Um, Honestly, ignorance. And I don't mean that because every every Christian who's against gay marriage is, is ignorant. I mean that because they may not know somebody who is outwardly homosexual. They may not know somebody who is outwardly bisexual. They may not know somebody who is openly, you know, themselves. And that's fine. But I feel like if those people who are not for homosexuality or for gay marriage, that's okay. Be who you are. You have the right to your own opinion. But find not go and seek a homosexual but I'm saying if you know someone who is a homosexual give them a moment talk to them find out who they are and what they believe in and why they believe that way I'm the type of person I will give you a mo- I will give you the moment to tell me why you believe that way I may not agree with you but everyone's entitled to their own opinion if you don't like homosexuality for a personal reason not because you cherry picked my words to from the bible okay fine maybe someone didn't like you but we have no reason to hate a group of people because of one person judge that one person not an entire group of people it goes back to like 9-11 types of instances muslims all around the world are completely judged because of a small small group of muslims who attacked america now most judge most muslims around the world are judged because of that tiny little group of people. Don't judge all of the Muslims in the world because of that. Just like I don't judge every single Christian on the planet for people like small groups that come in protest these types of events like pride and they don't I don't judge every single Christian on hate, on the tiny little groups filled with hate. Well, I, I want to say thank you for not lumping uh, me and other Christians in with, with those small groups uh, of people that do ruin it for everybody. I, there are small groups out there like the West Barra Baptist Church that unfortunately give a bad name because they are so, what's the word I'm thinking, close-minded, but they are so popularized because media picks up on them because they're so outwardly hateful. I feel bad for them. Yet, do they make me angry? Yes. Do they make me resentful of Christians? At times. But then I step back and I say, no, not every single Christian believes that way. Because 
I I don't I was raised Catholic, which is part of the Christian community. I don't believe that way. Am I in the Christian church, Catholic church? No, but I know for a fact that there are very good Christians in the world, like my family, who are still Christian, and they don't believe that way. They love and accept me for who I am, and I know many, many Christians on this planet who love and accept us for who we are, and that's the way that we should live. We should not judge people based on who they love, what they do, judge them on whether or not they're a good person. If they are the type of person who lives and does good things for other human beings, then great. If they love and do good things for other humans and other animals, great. If they are the type of person who does bad things, judge them on actual bad things, illegal things, things that are not good for a moral standard, not your morals, but for more like harming another human, harming an animal. That's what you should judge them on. Judge them on whether or not they're a good person. If they're good people, love them. If they're not, we don't have the right to judge because your God is not my God, but your God says not to judge. He says to love. And that's what I've learned from the Catholic and Christian faith. As you know, I am a Christian. Okay. And um, I want to, if you don't mind, I'd like to share with you why I would consider homosexuality to be uh, wrong in the eyes of God. Sure. Now, again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to judge you based on it or anything. Okay. I, I personally would love to hear your opinion. I'm open to all opinions. I may not agree with your opinion, but I will respect your opinion because you're another human. You're able to have your opinion. Just as he's allowed to have his, you're allowed to have yours. I respect your opinion. I would love to hear your opinion. Thank you for that. So there's a place in 1 Corinthians where it actually uh, it gives a list of different things that Basically, you don't get to heaven based on if you're in this list. Um, so I'd like to actually pull out the Bible and show you that verse and get your thoughts on it. I would love to hear okay. it. Uh, or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. So I I want your thoughts on what that means. I personally would like to say that this is one person's perspective. There are 7 billion people on this planet. Not all of them take this as law. Now, this is America. This is the United States of America. This is the melting pot of the world. There are, I don't even know how many people in this country. We all come from different walks of life, different ideologies. I personally do not accept this because this to me sounds, and this may sound rude and I'm sorry. I don't want to be because I was raised to accept everything this sounds hateful now not because you know it's like you know the homosexuals i'm sorry for my words but because it's saying that to me basically that because my best friend is a homosexual or because both of my best friends are homosexual gay or lesbian that they would not inherit your jesus's kingdom 
Now, I know both of them do not believe in your Jesus and your God. And that's their right. That's their prerogative. Personally, I feel like this makes your God sound very inclusive. This makes your God turn a lot of people away. This makes your God sound very hateful that kills so many young LGBT teenagers. This kills. This Bible is your word. And that's fine. And that's great. But this right here kills so many people every year. So many people are forced. And I believe everyone's a should be allowed to explore the world. I was lucky to have parents who allowed me to explore the religious world and find what worked for me. But this Bible, while it may bring you comfort, brings a lot of people, a lot of self-loathing, a lot of discomfort, a lot of hatred for themselves. Because every single person on this planet is beautiful. Every single person on this planet is worth something. The God that I was raised to believe in, which I may not believe in now, still loves. He preaches love. He preaches acceptance. He preaches how you should love everyone around you because every person is his child. And how they are worth something. This Bible, unfortunately, brings a lot of hatred and a lot of death. There's a lot of blood on this Bible. Maybe not this one particularly, but on the Word of God. Because a lot of people are made to feel uncomfortable and hated. And they, unfortunately, take their own lives. I've been there. I've had a lot of Christians tell me I'm going to hell because I may also love women. I love men. I love people. I'm, I refuse to choose is my way to say it. I don't fit in a box. But because I also love women, I have been told I'm going to hell. God doesn't love me. Now, your God is not my God. I have a different God. My God loves me. My God loves who I am, exactly who I am, because of how I am. I live true to me. But unfortunately, if you go talk to 90% of the people out there, they're going to feel like this book is filled with hate. Because a lot of people are told that they are not loved by God. Because their Bible says homosexuality is a sin. That may be true. This Bible may say that. But the God that I was raised to believe in loves everyone. You're listening to Witness Radio. Ratings. We don't need no stupid ratings. You're listening to Witness Radio with Ryan Muriak. <coughs> but we like Ryan. <coughs> we do. Just go to witnesstalkradio.org. God does love everyone, um, and that is the God of the Bible. But before I, I share with you where that is, uh, I want to go back to the verse that I that I showed you, and I want I want us to take just as an experiment. I want us to take out the the snippet about homosexuality and read it again, okay? Because I know that that is it is a a, a touchy subject, especially here. Yeah. Um. So, um, what would you like to read it this time? Sure. Okay. 
and starting starting in verse nine. Okay. Yes. Or do you not know that unrighteous will not inherit the God, kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither, neither the sexually immoral, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor the drunkards, nor rivalers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such will some of you. So. Guys, Best friends. Getting all up on me. We're listening. <laughs> okay. listening. No, I'm, I'm glad you guys are listening. Um, so, taking out the homosexuality part, what are your thoughts on, on that section, that verse there? You know, it, it's saying that thieves aren't going to heaven. It's saying that greedy people aren't going to heaven. Drunkards, I know a lot of people are probably drunk today. Uh, you know, so in spite of the homosexuality part, it's saying a lot of people... In general, a lot of people aren't going to heaven. What are your thoughts on that? I'm going to be completely honest. As a child, I stole. Most of us did. We didn't understand what it was, and that's fine. But there are people who steal to live. There are people who go into a store, and they'll steal bread and milk because they need to eat something. I don't think that person should go to hell. I don't think there should be anyone who says that the person who is stealing to survive should be going to hell. Now, a person who breaks into a house and they're stealing a plasma TV and the Xbox One that's sitting there for drugs, no, that person's obviously not a great person. Do I believe that they have some type of issue? Probably, if it's for drug money, then obviously they need they have something that needs to be addressed, like addressed. Okay. But to the drunkard who's dealing with you know something like post traumatic stress disorder, someone who's coming from some from a traumatic experience, multiple traumatic experiences. I have two best friends who have had traumatic experiences in their lives should they possibly talk to somebody in regards to that that's up to them the one best friend who is a recovering alcoholic at this point I'm proud of him because he's now recovering do I think he still probably should reflect on some things probably but that's up to him I have no right to tell him what to do I have no room to judge him on that can I see the the passage one more time now, sexually immoral, okay, that uh, is that, that could be anyone who does anything immoral. with sexually outside of marriage. That is so vague, to be 100% honest. That is so vague. Now, anyone who does anything to, and this is not something I would ever be in, into at all, children or animals, that is immoral. That is something where, obviously... There's a problem. They don't get an opinion. And in a sense of they've done something wrong to innocence. They've done something wrong to the purest form of life. An animal or a child who has really no experience in this world or an animal who can't speak for itself, that is immoral. But as long as it's between two consenting adults, who are we to say that it's immoral? They are sober and they are not under the influence of anything. If As long as they are okay with it and they can say with a clear mind, yes, fine. What is immoral about the word yes? 
as long as the word no is not said, then you're fine. Immorality is something so vague that I don't really feel like that's something that could be used. Because as long as it's not done to something that's pure innocence, then what? who are we to say that that's immoral as long as it's consenting adults? Bible basically says everyone is going to hell. Um, liars, thieves, adulterers, homosexuals, people who aren't homosexuals but have sex outside of marriage. That's pretty much everybody. I, well, not pretty much. That is everybody. Absolutely every single person. Jesus, and this is something I'm remembering from, you know, being nine years old in Sunday school. Everyone is a sinner. Every single person, even the Pope of the Catholic Church. Jesus, in my eyes, went, not even in my eyes, in the words of the Bible, went to the drunkards and the prostitutes. He went to those people because they were sinners. Every single person on this planet is a sinner. No one is better than anybody. This is down to the president, who was, in my eyes, a fantastic person, but he's a sinner. This is the, he is no better than the homeless person you see passing on the street, who you don't even notice. We are all the same. And according to the Bible and the passage that you're telling me, every single person is going to hell. You're listening to Wednesday. What do Jewish people believe? Or Muslims, a Mormon, or a Jehovah's Witness? If you've ever wondered, then the book, What Do They Believe, is for you. From the differing views on God and Jesus to sin, salvation, and eternity, What Do They Believe will help you get an accurate understanding of what other religions believe. What Do They Believe by Andrew Rappaport, available now on Kindle and at strivingforeternity.org. You see, that's the thing with, you know, the Bible. It says everybody deserves to go to hell, but making sure we're in context and we're not cherry-picking, it also says how you can escape hell, even though you deserve it, I deserve it, everybody deserves it. It says how you can escape it. That's why Jesus came. It says that Jesus was perfect, that he never did anything wrong, never lied, never stole, never did any of those things. And then he went to the cross, he died on the cross as a sacrifice for you and for me. Not because he deserved to die, but because we deserve to die. We deserve to go to hell. We deserve to be punished for our sins. But Jesus paid our fine. He took our punishment upon himself when he died on that cross. He paid for your sins and for my sins, regardless of what the sin is. Sin is equal in God's eyes. And he he says, all people deserve to go to hell, but I have made a way for you to be free from hell, to escape hell. And that's why Jesus came. He died on that cross, and then he rose three days later from the grave. That's where the loving part comes in 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 the Bible, is that God loves you so much that he was willing to send his son to die to take your place so that you wouldn't have to go to hell. But there is a catch to it. Jesus said that you need to repent and believe the gospel. Not, Not go to confessional, not 
uh, say five Hail Marys and whatnot, um, not bow to Mecca or anything like that, uh, not doing good works. You know, he said you need to turn from your sinfulness, your sinful desire. We're all born with a sinful nature ever since Adam and Eve. And it's, he says, turn from that sinful desire and put your trust in Jesus Christ. Put your faith in Him and what He did on that cross, and you're saved. You're going to heaven. And that that's the thing that I think a lot of the hate-filled uh, Christians forget, is they don't mention that the offer is open to everybody, says... If you do that, you can be saved. You can go to heaven. And in fact, let me open this up real quick, and then I'll get your thoughts. Going back to that uh, 1 Corinthians verse. So we read 9 and 10. Would you read verse 11 for me? And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. We have that list of sinners, of people who deserve to go to hell. Uh, much like myself, I'm, I'm in that list. But it says, you can be washed clean. Your sins can be wiped away by the blood of Jesus Christ. If you're willing to turn from your sinful nature and put your trust in Jesus Christ. So what are your thoughts on that, Bree? First, I'm going to say I wish every Christian believed the way you do and realized that we're not, no one's any better than the other person. So I thank you for being that person. Second of all, I really honestly wish that people would realize that love is love, no matter what form. As long as it is pure between two consenting adults, whether it be two men, two women, a man and a woman, as long as it is love and it is pure whether you were born in the wrong body if you believe deep down in your soul that you were born in the wrong body and you were a female and you were meant to be a male or you were a male born to be female I just wish a lot more Christians believed that and when I I, I hear that everyone as long as they believe in Jesus Christ that to me is subjective because unfortunately a lot of hatred is spewed with that name a lot i was raised in the catholic church a lot the fire and the brimstone you know you've got the people who will say that okay you're a great person you may be the best person you could be a saint you could be a person who helps everybody you help the homeless you help orphans you help animals but you're homosexual, so you're going to hell. That, to me, is not a person who's a good Christian. I want everyone to believe in that. The, that you, if you are a good person, you deserve to go to heaven. To your heaven. That, that may be your belief. I personally don't believe in that. But I think that if you are the type of person who is a good person, you help people on this planet, you have good intentions, and... They say the path, pathway to hell is paved with good intentions, but the road back is paved with regrets. As long as you have good intentions and you, if, if you believe in God and you are the type of person who, you know, repents for your sins, which are subjective, 
to me, then you should go to heaven if that's what you believe in. In Romans, it says there are none good. No, not one. So good deeds, you know, feeding the homeless, uh, adopting pets, you know, all that stuff, that's not going to save you from heaven either. You know, pedophiles could do a whole bunch of nice things, but they're still pedophiles in the end, right? Very you true. Know, so uh, just like we'll say if I'm a liar, just because I do nice things for people doesn't mean I'm not a liar anymore. I'm still a liar. And the Bible says all liars will go to hell. Okay. But all liars can be forgiven. But this is a book that was written 3,500 years ago by man. Granted, this is supposed to be the word from God, but it was passed down to man. It's just like telephone. I may say, I love pizza, but by the end, after it goes through so many people, it's going to get to, I love puppies, which may be true, but it's not what I said to begin with. When you bring up pedophiles who are good people, they're not based on a moral standard, but that's just a moral of a good person. You don't hurt innocent people. When it comes to someone who is a homosexual, but they do a fantastic work for a community, they do great work for animals. I don't definitely don't have time to go into the historicity of the Bible. Um, I would encourage you to Google it. The point is, the Bible, God's Word, says that we're all doomed, we're all destined for hell, irrespective of whatever sin is sending us there, we've all committed at least one. And it says that unless we turn from our sinfulness, our sinful nature, and put our trust in Jesus Christ, we're doomed for hell. Now, if I weren't to share that with you, if I weren't to tell you how to escape hell, I mean, if I really believe this Bible, and I really believe that it says that homosexuals will go to hell without Jesus, would it be very loving of me to not tell you how to get out of hell? Well, in that case, you might as well tell me not to touch the dead skin of a pig. Don't tell, tell me to not touch a shellfish. Tell me not to murder someone. Okay, but murder is... Obviously, that's a wrong thing. Shellfish? Okay. That's a personal thing. I personally like shellfish. She may not. You may not. And that's fantastic for you. But in the Bible, in Leviticus, that is a bad thing. And that's Old Testament law. Um, But one thing has been constant, and that's like the, the moral laws, like the Ten Commandments. Do not lie, do not steal, do not commit adultery. And we've broken those laws. You know, and it says, you know, if, if I just tell you don't commit adultery, don't lie, don't steal, that's not gonna save you. You're not you're not gonna get out of hell because you've already broken God's law somewhere along the time of your life. And that is what sends you to hell is the sins that you've already committed. Okay? What saves you is putting your trust, your faith in Jesus Christ. For example, if you were to jump out of an airplane at 10,000 feet, someone offers you a parachute, says, I I know you're not going to like me for this, but I think you should put this parachute on before you jump. And you say, oh, that's a nice parachute. You know, 
I believe that parachute is a real parachute, but I don't need it. I'm going to jump without it. It, it. Your jump without the parachute is going to end tragically. And that that's why uh, Christians like myself want to share this message with people you know, like you, like someone shared with me before, is that no amount of good deeds are going to save you. It's only Jesus. You have to, for going back to the example, put on the parachute before you jump. You know, I would encourage you to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, turn from your sinfulness, put your trust in Him like you would trust the parachute before that jump into eternity. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Would you say that it's loving of me to to share that with you, knowing that I don't want you to go to hell, regardless of sin? Yeah. And the reason I say that is because out of the many Christians who could be here at Pride... You have to be the most loving person I've met here. And I don't even know you, sir, but you are the most loving person for being here and patiently listening to me. I may not believe the way you believe, but what I'm taking from this and from this little session we've had is the Bible loves. Well, Bree, I want to thank you so much for talking to me today, okay? Thank you. I'm, I'm glad I got to talk to somebody who, as a Christian, still loves does not judge, and sees that we're all sinners. Witness Radio has been brought to you by the Muniac family.